0: This is this is this is the Bottom Bins Podcast. Oh
1: yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Bottom Bins Extra. I'm Richie here. Joined by Oren in the studio. How's things, lad?
0: Not too bad, man. How are you?
1: Uh, can't complain. Can't complain. Joined by Connor, of course. How's things, Connor? All good, lad. And joined again today by Owen. How's things, Owen? Ah. Grand. Grand. Top of days. Glad to hear it. So on today's episode, like last week, we did the top 12 young players that are going to be playing in the Premier League next season that you need to keep an eye out for. We thought we'd extend it a wee bit this week and we would look at the top 12 young players around Europe's leagues that you need to keep an eye out. Now, in our opinion, not all of these guys will get a transfer. Um, Some of them may already be transferred, um, but we just feel like, especially in the Champions League and the European competitions, these are the players that you definitely need to keep an eye out on because your club could be in for them in the near future. So, lads, if you don't mind, I'm going to start it off this week, if that's okay. And the player that I'm starting with is the Slovenian striker Benjamin Šesko. He is 19 years of age, signed for RB Leipzig last summer for 24 million euros, was still out at Salzburg this year, but From July the 1st, he will be with Leipzig. Um, Of course, there was heavy interest from Manchester United last season for him as well, but Leipzig did manage to to beat some top clubs out for his signature. So this season, he has 33 appearances in all competitions, 15 goals, 3 assists. He's averaging around 0.73 goals per 90, which ranks him amongst amongst the top 10% of strikers within... Europe's top 5 leagues um, Combined with goals and assists He's looking at 0.76 per 90 Which probably places him in the top 8% of strikers He won the 2022 Slovenian Player of the Year Beating Jan Oblak to the role, of course a massive superstar that we all know. Um, six goals in 19 caps for the Slovenian national team and in total at his time at Salzburg he has 28 goals and 10 assists. Uh, he has been a league champion twice with RB Salzburg and the scouting report when I was looking at some of the clips of him and, and re-watching over some of Sesco's best bits, he is a real physical presence and he is probably one of the more traditional number nines out there. If I could liken him to any player, I think a player that we looked at last week, Evan Ferguson, I Think Sesco is a very similar player, and just in my opinion, I think Sesco is going to be a real player to watch next season.
0: Yeah, 100%. You don't get linked with the likes of Manchester United and Barcelona and all these places if you're not a, a, a quality player. Um, 19 years of age, I think we've seen him uh, score his first hat trick for, for Slovenia this year as well, including an absolute wonder goal. Yeah, he's, he's a super, super player, super talent, and he's going to go very, very far in the future. It, it depends if he stays at Bruch, or at uh, RB Leipzig this summer or leaves I know there is still a possibility that he could leave Um, if he stays at RB Leipzig for a season or so he's guaranteed games and to be honest in, in the Bundesliga who better to learn under than Timo Werner yes it didn't work out at Chelsea but he's still a superb striker and he's proven it in the Bundesliga time and time again Um, so yeah big future ahead and definitely one to watch next season
2: yeah definitely he's top top player I've seen these kind of been compared to Holland, like a Holland 2.0 he's 6 foot 4 but he's quick he's really rapid I've seen videos of him he can come drop for the ball and get in behind so quickly I've seen a goalie he scored he basically come and gets it takes on two men gives it off somebody takes a shot he gets in there scores a goal so top player early very good just great technique he, he's just going to be a top top player he's already getting linked to massive clubs and he's only signed for or be, um he's playing for them next year. Aye, from July from, this season, season, season. Yeah. He, he'll be a Leipzig player. He, he'll definitely be a top, top striker in all the big teams in Europe. You know all the links that'll be floating about, but just he's got everything and he's, he's huge and really physical. So he's, he is a lot like Holland. I think he's a bit more technical than Holland, though. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to wait and see what big, big things expected of him.
3: Yeah, look, at, we're seeing... Players before go take this Salzburg Leipzig pathway and it's worked out well for them like uh, Chauvelet and obviously playing for Leipzig at the minute. Um, but uh, it's probably the best thing for him is to play a season or two at Leipzig and get his first proper taste of that top five league football in quite a controlled environment. Because for all yes, we talk about Leipzig spend big money and I know they're very unpopular in Germany for that. But in truth, they have developed quite a lot of really good young talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously Lex of Vardy all at, at the minute there is really sought after even in Cano came through the ranks there so um, Timo Werner obviously doesn't work out for him at Chelsea but we know what he can do in the Bundesliga mm-hmm. so it, it, it's a great place for him to be nurtured and hopefully reach that potential that he so clearly has but there is a big move on the cards for him if he keeps playing a he's playing at, and he hasn't shown any signs of not playing at that.
1: Yeah, agreed, lad. Look, I think, you know, the plan for Leipzig this season was keep a hold of Nkunku and then it was going to be Sasco coming in then for this coming season. Of course Nkunku's on his way to Chelsea. So I think it'll be very interesting to see how him and Werner play up top alongside one another. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely you would look at that that front two of Leipzig and you would, there's one thing you see goals. Yeah, and certainly. and they're they're both guaranteed to grab goals. So look, I agree, lads, I think you know, maybe stay at Leipzig for a couple of years. Just keep building your way, because he still is only 19 mm-hmm. years of age. Still plenty of time, exactly. Um, So if he can get a good good couple of seasons in the Bundesliga um, under him, who knows where he's going to go. But yes, Benjamin Sasco is my first player to watch out for this season. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Will I go next? Yes, work well Yeah. well um, So, sticking with the Bundesliga, another player I think that people should be looking at this year, or this next season coming in, is Kareem Adeyemi. Obviously we've heard a lot about Adeyemi, he's played with Benjamin Sesko as well at Salzburg. Um, he done fantastically last season, he got 19 goals and 5 assists for them. Um, and he was a stalwart in the Champions League campaign as well. Um, he got his move to Borussia Dortmund. And look, it hasn't been the most successful move ever so far. But he still racked up 9 goals and 4 assists in 29 games. And out of them 29 games, he's only played 18 full 90s. So it's still, it's still good numbers. And where he was playing as a central striker at uh, RB uh, RB Salzburg, he's been playing more as a left attacking midfielder or a right attacking midfielder. He's only made three appearances this season as a central striker. Um, So he's adapting his game as well, showing he's versatile. Um, He's adapting more to the league as well. He struggled at the start of the year, but in his last four appearances, he has three goals and three assists. Um, And he's definitely helping Dortmund as they're still in the title race at the minute. So in a crucial moment, he's stepping up for them. Um, and as I say, Champions League experience, top flight experience at the age of 21, uh, to me I think he's going to be an absolute superstar and I think he'll have his major breakthrough year, next year, next full season I think he'll have his major breakthrough and I think he'll get into the Germany team as well.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more Oren to be honest, um, Ariami, one of those players I was very excited to get speaking about during our, our World Cup series, um, just a real direct Footballer again, Owen. It was like something similar to what you said last week about Garnacho. Just how these young players have no fear in them, and they are happy to get the ball at their feet and go on a man. And that's exactly what Adiemi does. As you said, Owen, he is developing his game. He's he's not just a central striker anymore. He is having the ability to play in these more attacking midfield roles, and and even out on the wing. Um, for Germany, he's mostly utilised on the wing. Um, like a very talented footballer puts up good numbers, put up really good numbers at Salzburg and Mm -hmm. and it has translated over to the Bundesliga. He has been one of Borussia Dortmund's key figures, especially, look, they are at a title push at the minute and Mm -hmm. and he has been a real key factor to that title push. Dortmund was really the perfect club for him to go to. They are great at nurturing young talents, the the likes of Daniel Malin, um, Adiemi. there's another player that we're going to be talking about in this list as well Mm -hmm. today, so I'll not mention his name just yet, but there is a lot of young Supremely young talent at Dortmund, and Carrie Madriemi, in my opinion, is probably the pick of the bunch. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, definitely. Look, as Orange said, they start off; they didn't hit the ground running, but it's kind of hard to expect that coming in the Dortmund side, especially like the shoes that had to be filled in the attacking sense of Dortmund. Obviously, losing Holland, but he really has come into his own over the last couple of months and stuff, and he's a big reason why Dortmund are still hanging around the title race. Like usually, you see it every year. Dortmund are the title race in like March and then they go play Bayern and get beat 5-0 and they completely fall off. But mm-hmm. they haven't fallen off this time and they're still there. We think it's only three, three games left to play. So, And he's been a big reason to that. Um, as Once again, we're talking about a product of Salzburg and Salzburg are really good at nurturing this young talent and seem to exclusively export them to the Bundesliga. Yeah, But um, obviously, he has really come to his own the last couple of weeks and it's a really good sign for him and it is showing that potential he has that he is now doing it. At that high level, and that's honestly said he's not playing as a striker. So it is hard to adapt to a new league and adapt to a new position mm-hmm. as well. So he's 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 doing that very well now, and there's clear potential there, and he could be a future star for Germany team that's kind of trying now to kind of completely bridge over from that old German team that won the World Cup mm-hmm. and has kind of very underperformed the last couple of weeks, last couple of years. Sorry, yeah. meow the likes of Gundogan and Muller and all haven't been asked back, so journey are trying to start to build that next generation and, and the Emmy and the Musiela and the players like that are gonna be massive parts of that uh, new bridge.
2: Yeah. Oh definitely really, really good player. I remember his goal against uh, Chelsea, Chelsea in the Champions League mm-hmm. and he's just rapid. Yeah. And good balance, good good skill, um even so the composure to finish that. Mm. Uh you know, this season especially I was kinda of looking him up and he, he has been injured a bit. Uh, so he didn't get off to the greatest start, but as you boys were saying, like Dortmund are really pushing now for the the league title, only a point behind. Mm-hmm. Still got a good chance, and he's one of the main men. Um, again, he, big move, big move could be coming soon. You know, he scored six goals. His stats maybe aren't the greatest when you look at them, but he's more like when you watch him, he's just he stands out. Mm-hmm. And as you said, he's very versatile as well. So yeah, re- really, really good player. And you know, as we were saying, like Dortmund. You know, the path he's taken is just the best way to go. You know, because you're getting game time experience at that age. Like, he's 21 and he's Mm -hmm. played a lot of games, so... Definitely. Big future. Do you want to move on with yours, Tom? Yeah, no problem. So, I'm going to go with Nico Williams, and it's not the one you're thinking of. It's (laughs) 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 Atletico-Balbao one. Um, So, a really good player. I've seen him a bit at the World Cup, and I thought he stood out a bit. He he only started one game, but he came on a few games. I know Spain were dreadful mm. and I had backed them but they were shocking <laughs> you but, backed them all the way uh, yeah. I forgot about that actually still, still, still back them it feels, like a, it feels like a fever dream know, yeah. the funny thing is I, I, actually, I actually I actually have two Spanish players here so let's <laughs> oh, <that's> go <laughs> cool. yeah, you know but he can, play, Dorman, yeah. he can play right wing left wing Um, he's, he's both footed like so very good player he's over 100 games played for club and country already wow. and he's 20 years of age Um, 6 goals for us this season really good dribbler really good 1-on-1 player really exciting player Um, people would know him because he's the brother of Anaki Williams as well but you know just his acceleration is just brilliant he's just exciting to watch he's got a bit of flair about him he's really flourishing in La Liga this season last year he actually didn't do very well he had 0 goals 0 assists this season as I said 6 goals 4 assists really good before the World Cup he's kind of dropped off a bit but I can see big clubs coming for him £43 million release clause so you know he's been linked to you know, all the big teams, Liverpool, Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, just a really effective player, and, you know, a player that any team would take, just, you know, he's just, like, one-on-one, he's just one of the best, and in La Liga, seeing some of his stats, he just, he beats players for fun, you know, so.
1: Definitely, look, he's very young, young talent, I think, like, He only made his debut maybe two years ago. It was either last year or two years ago. Very young player. Um, Obviously, everybody knows his brother. Um, And if you're a FIFA player, you absolutely know his brother. Think about his
2: brother too, he's a bit like his brother. He doesn't miss many games. Yeah. He's never injured. Never injured, yeah. Yeah.
1: And look, that's a really good trait to have. Availability is probably the best thing you could ask for in a player. They're available all the time. And look, he's definitely, like you said, Connor, at the World Cup, he was very exciting. And he actually surprised me quite a bit because... Normally when there's like a brother of a footballer, of of another footballer, you know, you you normally think maybe the younger brother's a bit less talented or maybe just wasn't quite as good. But I actually think it's the opposite way around in in this Mm -hmm. case. And look, Anaki Williams is a good footballer. I'm I'm not diminishing him by any chance. But I think with the ball at his feet and with natural talent, I think Nico is probably the better footballer between the two. He definitely has the right career path. Um... Let's see how he does. Let's see if he stays in La Liga. Does he come to the Premier League? Does he move somewhere else? It's going to be very interesting to see, but definitely a player with a big future, definitely a player with a lot of talent and could be part of Spain's setup up for, for many more years to come.
0: Yeah, I fully agree. Fully agree. Like, when we were discussing players to do this episode on this morning, the first player I actually said to Richie that I was going to do was Nico Williams. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I won't do him just because I was thinking about where Athletic Bilbao are going to finish this year and... Realistically, their only chance of European football is going to be Conference League. But I think he deserves a move, 100%. £43 million release clause in this day and age for, what, 21 or 20? 20. 20 years of age no. is absolutely nothing. It's an investment yeah. for the future. He is rapid. Absolutely really, rapid. Yeah. As you say, he'll take on a man for fun. He, he reminds me of Adam Torori, only he's got end um, product. Yeah. Like, this is a fella, six goals and four assists in La Liga. He's only going to build on that. He's only 20 years of age. That's nothing at all. And that's playing in... Look, no disrespect to Bilbao. It is a mediocre mediocre club in La Liga that's not realistically going to be challenging for titles every year. If he does go to a massive club like you were saying, Liverpool and stuff he's been linked to, if he goes to a huge club like that who's fighting for league titles, who has world-class talent on their roster already, the, the sky's the limit for the fella because in terms of development that's going to be absolutely fantastic that's the thing for as
2: well like the manager and all of a sudden, like his attitude's very good and stuff like that so if a player's willing to learn yeah. you know mm-hmm. he's very willing to go to a big club and then just learn under yeah. a player and he's only 20 like this guy's the limit right? yeah fantastic. Like it is, fantastic
3: it is difficult for Bilbao because of their whole policies and stuff yeah. to build a yeah. uh, team. And it, they only play players from the region yeah. Yeah. Um, but as you say he's absolutely rapid and that's the first thing you think of when you see him but he is technically gifted. Like it's, it's all well and good having pace, but if he can't control the ball, it's useless. But he mm-hmm. can't control the ball. And as you said, like a, being the younger brother of a player who has been quite successful is always going to be difficult for him. But Anaki Williams never got that call for Spain. Yeah, He, so he, he, he represents now. And yeah. Uh, Nico has got that call. And that just gives him that bit of fresh air that he can be his own man. He's not always going to be known as Inaki Inaki's, Inaki's brother. Yeah. So, as you say, like... Six goals, four assists. Doesn't sound like an awful lot. But he's not playing for the best team in the world. He's playing in a difficult league. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a winger. And he's a winger. That's, he's he's not there to set yeah. the ball in with that. He's there to create chances. and uh, So he's doing that very well. And the potential is clear to see there. If he does get his big move, he, uh, it's hard to see him not being successful. Because yeah. he does have all the ingredients there. It might still be a bit of a raw talent. But there's definitely a player there that... Is uh, going to show it sooner rather than later.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll hear someone. Yeah. I'll hear someone.
3: Oh, yep. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, slightly biased here, but I'm going to say it anyway. My first player I'm going to go with is Lina Bada at Celtic. He's 21 years of age. He has nine caps for uh, Israel's national team. He's played. He's made 61 appearances in the Scottish League for Celtic, and he scored 20 goals and his 12 assists. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those appearances have been off the bench or cup because or coming off after an hour because Pascockley always changes his front three after an hour. Um, but in terms of in Europe, when Celtic were in the Europa League last year, he played uh, eight games including qualifiers and he scored four goals and got two assists in those eight games so he has shown ability in Europe, didn't really work out for him this year in the Champions League but it was just frustrating with Celtic because they did everything except put the ball in the net this <laughs> year so there's definitely a player there and I think he's one of the best young talents to come through Celtic. In quite a while, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I think Israel is actually producing some very decent footballers now. Um, the likes of the one that sticks in my head, especially, is, is a Harvey. If you mm-hmm. can remember him playing for PSV. Yeah, yeah. like Israel are, are producing some good footballers at the minute. Um, about, uh, look, I'll not lady Owen. I don't know too much about him. Um, but from just hearing you speak about him, there's definitely talent there. Um, but I think he, he wouldn't be a regular starter for Celtic, wouldn't he, not Owen?
3: Well, he's been injured the last two or three months or yeah. so. And obviously, Jada and Mieta would be the two Pascogli will go for now. Yeah. But he is getting game time.
1: I think the interesting thing I would like to see is, and and even from you own, like where like where did, where could you see him ending up? Do you think he'll be a Premier League player or another league around Europe? Where where would you think would suit him best? Do you reckon? Oh, I, I
3: definitely see him in the Premier League. The best thing about his game is he just has this uncanny ability to be open at the back post. Mm-hmm. It's almost like and. Um, like, upon to say, why is nobody marking Leela Ball at the back post? It's because he's always <coughs> losing them. Yeah. Like, if the same thing happens over and over again, it's not the defenders making the same mistakes, and that's probably the best thing about his game. He can play anywhere across the front three. Last year, um, when Saturday were having a bit of an injury crisis, that no Kyogo, Yakimakis was injured. He played striker for them for two or three games, and yep. he was, I think he scored four goals or something in those three games playing mm-hmm. striker. Um, So he can play anywhere across that front three, and he's, he's technically gifted as well. He's not afraid to take a man on. And his end product is there, he has good delivery on him, and I definitely see him playing in the Premier League. There has been rumours of a move to Brighton, mm-hmm. and well, I wouldn't like to lose him, if the correct bid came in, I'd more than happily take it.
1: Yeah, well I think with a club like Brighton, there's definitely the opportunity to grow, um, because the, like we've already seen it with De how his management has made players ten times better. Um with Abata I am just interested, really, really interested to see where he does end up. I think the Premier League would be a good move for him, to be honest. Um, I think that it is probably the natural progression from Scotland. My only worry with a player like Abata is the last couple of players that have come to the Premier League from Scotland have struggled. I'm looking particularly at Ryan Christie. I really, really liked watching Ryan Christie, but I don't think he's performed all that well See, since I going forward. I think to he's been all right for Bournemouth. Last year. Uh, he he, he didn't, didn't start well, but he's, he's de- re- in, yeah.
0: definitely in the last few weeks he's been brilliant. Yeah, mm.
3: But Christie probably came to the Premier League too late. for yeah, he uh, so he been yeah, he's a long yeah, time. I agree. Yeah. And the season he came to Bournemouth was probably his worst ever season. The Celtic jersey mm-hmm. was that infamous 2020 season. Yes, Celtic lost their grip in the league, and as you said, he hit the ground. He like, didn't hit the ground running, but that is probably a hangover from what happened at Celtic the last year uh-huh. and kind of like Christie's a play, person played all his football in Scotland mm-hmm. he was at Celtic I think for 5 or 6 years yep. so all of a sudden leave that straight away and go to England and the whole new scenario is going to be hard for him but where somebody's as Abada has come from Israel mm-hmm. and has come to Scotland and hit the ground running, so it shows that he does have the ability to go from go to new sh- uh, surroundings and be able to hit the ground run like, mm-hmm. in Abada's first game for Celtic was a Champions League quali- qualifier against Midland, and he scored his, in his first ever game, he scored in the Champions League qualifier for Celtic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when and Celtic were still playing with Christie and Edward players who didn't really want to be there, who were already half a foot out the door. So yeah. he does have that ability to enter a new surrounding and fully go at it.
0: I agree. I agree. The only thing, the only thing that would worry me about him is he needs to go to the right club. Yeah. He, he shouldn't be going to the Premier League just for the sake of Premier League football. Like he shouldn't be going to a relegation threatened team. If he is to go to a team. He needs to be going to someone like Brighton who mm-hmm. his talent literally will be nurtured. He will be fun- He will be playing under the manager. Like, Kieran Matoma is 25 and people are still thinking he's 21 or whatever. Nobody had ever heard of him. And now he's one of the best wingers in the league because of Deservey. If he was to go to the legs of Brighton... Look, <laughs> I said every single time I'm sitting in this chair, Brighton's recruitment is the best in probably Europe at the minute. And if he's on Brighton's list, that means he's doing something fucking right. Yeah. So... My only worry is, as I say, going to a club in the Premier League just for the sake of it. If he isn't to get the offers that maybe he deserves this summer, why not stay another year at Celtic? Or, if there's offers abroad, go abroad. Look at Frimpong. Frimpong, to me, wasn't one of the best players Celtic had. Don't get me wrong, he'd done right. He was was up and down the, the, the lane, but when he went for, what was it, 15 million or something to Leverkusen or 10 million? 10 million, yeah. I was like, where the frig are they getting £10 million from? <laughs> like the right oh dance. my God, bite their hand off for it. But now he's one of Europe's best right-backs statistically. Yeah, And I think if he was to go to the Premier League now, yeah, he'd, he'd be he'd be a star. He'd be brilliant because he's had that experience away mm-hmm. at top-flight football in European football. So, just as I say, just to reiterate, unless Lee Abada gets the right club, a club that he and his team think is going to be right for his talents and his abilities, he should say it's Celtic or... Go somewhere else. He shouldn't go straight to the Premier League, otherwise.
3: Yeah, well, the different... Frimpong had less experience than Abada. Like, when Frimpong came to the Celtic team, I think it was the November of 2019 Frimpong made his debut for Celtic. Mm-hmm. And Celtic sold him in the January of 2021. So, literally, just played about 13 months at Celtic. Yeah. And he had done. And about has been doing it now for two year, two full seasons. So, he mm-hmm. has shown that ability. But, as Or says, getting away could be the best thing for him. To somewhere in Germany... Or Spain, or somewhere on them making mm-hmm. that big move. And, yeah. Uh, Saturday will have next week fifteen percent so on clause probably <laughs> nice. so if you he know he's listening,
1: but
2: he been for for 150 million please. No, this is what you were saying, like I was gonna say that as well, like back to back seasons, he's been up for PFA Scottish Young Player of the Year. So he's obviously been consistent, scored ten goals both seasons. Um I seen he was like UEFA's, they'd done like a forty list of youngsters to watch and he was in it like so. He is a top player. It'll just be I just see stuff about him it was just more he's frustrating at times but as you said he's Mm -hmm. always at the back post scoring goals. That's what Chris Sutton said about him. He's like, he's so frustrating to watch but he'll get you a goal. So, as you were saying, he needs to go to the right place. If he's going to go to the Premier League he needs to go somewhere that is going to improve him instead of, you know, as you see, players that come into the Premier League especially if they come from Scotland get a lot of stick. Yeah. You know, it's like can they make it and a lot of them just get tossed aside basically. You know, like I know Edwards okay but Kinda, he's not done well either since he's come yeah, you know, there's a I'd few other examples us us. you know so he just needs to go as you keep saying to the right spot and he could flourish because in it, mm. I've seen other things about Israel and Ole, they're really counting on him like they see a superstar there so yeah. that, you know if Celtic see it I think he could stay another year I've seen he's kind of happy at Celtic yeah, so no, I think he will another, year, another year wouldn't like do him any harm I don't another think another crack at Champions League football yeah.
1: yeah well that's the thing look these are players to keep your eye on you know like we said, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to move this summer, yeah. but I mean, why, why not? Why not just keep a wee marker on them and see how his that progression is. goes? Um, my second player, guys, that I'm nominating today is uh, Rodrigo, uh, the Brazilian of Real Madrid. Uh, 22 years of age, he has a market value of 80 million euros on transfer market. Uh, 52 appearances this season in all competitions, 16 goals and 11 assists. He has 13 Brazil caps in total with one goal. That goal came at the World Cup, of course. In his per 90s this season, he has 4.81 shot-creating actions. That is placing him in the top 10% of wingers in Europe's top five leagues. He has 2.72 successful take-ons and 48 progressive carries per 90. Again, this is placing him in the top 9% of wingers in Europe's top five leagues. He played a key role in last season's UEFA Champions League winning campaign. He had two goals in the semi-final against City. He's a very progressive, very skillful dribbler. (coughs) And what he has done this season is he has added end product to his game, which is so important for wingers nowadays. And I'm likening him to Vinicius Junior. It's a very similar growth and a very similar story at Real Madrid. Both come in around the same time. Um, Vinny is <clears> now <throat> undoubtedly one of the top three wingers in world football. And I think Rodrigo has the same progression and the same sort of the same growth that we're looking at here. And I really think that for years to come, Rodrigo is going to be a Real Madrid superstar. He's going to be a superstar in the Champions League. And just like last week, how we talked about Brazil competing for, for World Cups. He's going to be one of the main men there for Real Madrid and for Brazil.
0: Fully agree. Yeah, fully agree. I don't think Real Madrid, Real Madrid invest heavily, heavily, heavily in young talents, especially from Spain or from from Brazil. Sorry, we're even seeing this young fella Andric coming in. Yeah, and he's only sixteen. He can't even sign for another four years, and they buck and eighty million for him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so they, they know what they're at. And yeah, they invested heavily in Vinicius and Rodrigo in and around the same time. And look, Vinicius kind of went straight into the team and Rodrigo's kind of been on, on the back seat for a while but now he's really coming into his own we're seeing a really, really talented footballer last week, I know tonight the second leg of the, the City and uh, Real Madrid game is on and we hope you enjoy that as well but last week his dribbling was absolutely phenomenal he was yeah. taken on um, who was playing left back for them last week? was Who's it
1: p- a- Akanji? Akanji,
0: Akanji, or- no, Akanji? no Akanji wasn't there, no. Um, whoever it was anyway he was turning them apart. He was turning them apart. Um, just his close control dribbling was absolutely fantastic. Um, and as you say, he's added in product to his game. Last year he was phenomenal. In my opinion, he's the player that won uh, Real Madrid the Champions League. Yeah, he scored yeah, yeah. the goals in the crucial moments. And yeah. all them comeback wins, it was Rodrigo who yeah. got the goals. Um, Chelsea, Man City. Chelsea, Man City. Was it the Chelsea game he got two goals in like five minutes or yeah, something? City. Uh, or City. City game? Yeah, yeah City two City goals game. in five minutes or something. He was Unbelievable. Um. yeah crucial crucial player for Real Madrid um, and he I can't see him leaving Real Madrid no, like no. I think he's, he's one of them players he'll, he'll stay at Real Madrid for the entire twilight of his career and then he might move but for the next 10 years or whatever that Real Madrid have really built this young team upon yeah He's going to be their superstar. Him and Vinicius yeah. and this young fella Andra coming in are going to
1: be their superstars, and he's going to be a key to their success for the next ten years as well. Perez knows what he wants. Yeah, yeah. it's Vinicius on the left, Rodrigo on the right, Kylian Mbappe up front. Yeah. Yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. the end goal. That's what they want <laughs> with Churmaney, another player that we're going to talk about in this episode, and Bellingham. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that, scary. Like Rams
3: yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous nearly completely changed their transfer philosophy now mm-hmm. they are they're like, still spending the big bucks yep. and obviously Mbappe is the main target and he is what you call the Galactico yep. but they are really investing young and they are building their team for the future now instead of going out like there was times they well, right Kevin De Bruyne why well, is De Bruyne 30 he's in, De Bruyne's in 20 There's, years career now yeah, 32 or so yeah, 31, or 31, 32 there There's time yeah. not that long ago Real Madrid goes here's 150 million gives De Bruyne yeah. but now they're not doing that anymore they're looking at goes. Well, we can spend 150 million on somebody like Jude Bellingham, yeah. who De Bruyne is going to give us two great, two great years, and he will still. Mm-hmm. But Jude Bellingham is going to give us ten fantastic years, yeah. Yeah. and that's what uh, Real Madrid is doing now. And it's players like Rodrigo and Vinicius who are learning to do that because they were the first two of this young wave that they brought in, yeah. and both of them have hit the ground run. They haven't missed with either of them, and as you say. Rodrigo won, It's actually won Real that Champions League last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Just uh, talk about like the dangerous version of players, and talk about uh, Ronaldo with the spaghetti herbs, Rodrigo when Angeletti raises the eyebrows on the bench. Um, And we just know, as I said, his dribbling is fantastic, and the end product is there. Now, that would have been the criticism of him last season, the season before that, that, yeah, an exciting young player, pace the burn, can take a man on, but when he gets past him, he can't do anything with it. Now he can. He's putting great balls in. He's at the back post. He's finishing chances now, and he's just a fantastic footballer. It's really
0: interesting, actually. Just talking about Madrid's like transfer policy in the last few years, like me and you were talking about it the other day, when Sergio Ramos and Varane left Real Madrid last year. Yeah, I was thinking, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Two I was like, what the fuck's going on? With I was Madrid. like, there's no way they're letting these two boys go. But sure didn't they replace them with Alaba on a free, Rudiger on a free, yeah. two young world class centre backs,
1: and they already had Militao. Right. They already well. had
0: Militao. Look at what they're doing in midfield. They've signed Camavinga. They've signed Choumani. They've got Valverde. They got rid of Casimiro with 30 years of age for mm-hmm. £70 million. If they really, really wanted to, they could sell Tony Cruz for £25 million. Yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah. Modric, Luka Modric would yeah. go for over £10 million as well, despite being yeah. 37 38 <laughs> you know
1: yeah, This yeah. is going to sound outlandish. I reckon you still get £30 million from oh, you Modric. You probably could. You probably could, because he's <laughs> yeah. still probably the best in the world. In the world yeah. yeah. Four, yeah.
0: Yeah. Their transfers have not really missed. No. Hazard, no. minus Hazard. Yeah. They haven't really yes. messed uh, in the last ten, 10 years, years. Well. and, and Javits, 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 yeah.
3: that, That's the one thing is they need somebody who's the Art Benzema and they're putting all their eggs and that being Mbappe
0: or Endrick. or Andrick. or Endrick. Endric. And look, Holland's got this release clause in a couple of years as well. I f- if, if I was a Real Madrid fan I'd fully be trusting my board yeah. I'd yeah. fully be trusting my management they seem to know what they're at well they're
1: seeing things before us as football fans oh, are seeing things 100% they
0: learn from their mistakes as well You're yeah. a bit and then Rodriguez as well yeah. Yeah. he was not great but nobody big, expected you know. them to win the Champions League last year no 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 one oh. person expected and them and to win the, the Champions league. league last year no no league
3: fell off a cliff but obviously Barcelona's back now yeah. they won it this year but yeah I still remember. I'm be more than happy with the season if they get over City and win this Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely.
2: But Rodrigo, like, like back-to-back seasons, five plus goals in the Champions League. He's a top performer, as you were saying. He's speedy, he's skillful. Mm-hmm. But his his end product has improved greatly. And like they were saying, like, is even right wing his best position? Maybe he'd be better centrally because he is that good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the City game last year, everybody remembers that. This year against Chelsea, he scored a big goal. Scored a big goal last year against. He scores big goals. Yeah. Big game player. Um, as you've already said about him, like his dribbling, his skill, his possession, everything. Even last week he was very, very good and yep. I'm expecting big things tonight, hopefully.
1: And look, I know it, maybe it is a wee bit of a cop-out to go for a Real Madrid player, but I, when I say young player to watch, like it's because the end product hadn't quite yeah. been there. Yeah. It's also I, the
2: Vinny thing as well, I think. It, but
1: that's it. Like, I just, yeah. I, the step-up I've seen in Rodrigo this year... I think he is going very underrated. I don't mm-hmm. think enough people talk about how good this kid is. Like the step up from even from last season to this season, sixteen goals and eleven assists.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: it's crazy. Like they are, they're, they're world beater numbers. Yeah, I, I don't think enough people give this guy credit. And really, him alongside Vinicius Junior, like Brazil are going to be sorted. Real are going to be sorted. They're they're both a very scary proposition.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well Rodrigo, you're getting the credit you deserve in the bottom ends podcast. Yep. We hope you're enjoying it, mate. Yep. Do us all a favour night and pop City out of the channel. Yeah, mate, please. Yeah, <percent>. So moving on to my number two. Um, originally, I was going to go for Kim Min Jae, but I did realise that he's turning twenty seven in a couple of months. So I'm not going for for Kim Min Jae anymore. I'm actually going to go for another player who's been linked to Europe's top clubs, especially Manchester United and Yuri and Timber. Um, so the the Dutch international he's, he averages eighty two passes per ninety with a ninety two percent completion rate, and that's in the top one percent of centre backs in all the top eight leagues. Um, so it he shows he's, he's a progressive passer he's, he's good on the ball as a centre back um, He's a regular for the Netherlands And he has an average match rating of 7 out of 10 um, 1.9 clearances per, t- per game uh, 1.4 tackles per night And um, He can play right back and centre back Showing his versatility um, and as I said at 21 years of age he's been linked with some of the biggest clubs in the world so he could definitely be one to watch next year if he gets his move this summer
1: Yeah, and I think the move is going to come this summer uh, Again, there was that famous story of Louis van Gaal telling him if he went to Man United he wouldn't be back for the World Cup so yeah. here's hoping this summer we can get a deal like that done um, Look, he is a very good centre-back mm-hmm. and again, he's a bit like Lissandro Martinez in the sense that very comfortable on the ball mm-hmm was key to the way Ajax played under Ten Hag because, as we know, Ten Hag loves his centre-backs to build out from the back and that's why him and Martinez worked so well together because they were both as comfortable on the ball as one another. His passing range is excellent. I've seen him clip a few over the top this year and and, and I think he is, I think I've seen a stat over the course of his career, he has managed 10 assists in two seasons for, for um, Ajax, which is a very good number for a centre-back. Um, he's small like Mm Lissandro Martinez as well not the tallest only 6 foot only 6 foot you know not the tallest centre back in the world but look he's very physical he's strong in the challenge Um, he does get he is liable for a yellow card, to be fair, because uh, he's very strong in the I was challenge.
2: He did most fouls of the world. Cup. <laughs> yeah, he did.
1: Yeah. He, he does love a good strong tackle, but look, you need that in a centre back bit of aggression. You know, as long as he can maybe keep some of that in check at times, mm. he's going to be a top top centre back, and is definitely one of those young players to keep an eye out for. Mm. He's
3: one of these laws. He's only twenty. He's twenty one. Twenty one. But he feels like he's been around for ages. Yeah. Um. And as you say. He's not the tallest, but he's physically strong. Very physically strong. And he can buddy, buddy players. And people talk about the Premier League, that um, it's such a physical league, how are these players going to adapt? If he ended up at United or in the Premier League, he'd have no better adapting the physicality because he is such a strong player. Yeah. And as you said, similar to Martinez, he does have that ability to play a bit further up the field, if needs be. He has at some time slipped in just in front of a back two for Ajax. So he's very comfortable in the ball, very strong. And as you say, he's really got the potential to go there. The aggression, aggression, and the fouls is not not a concern, but it's something to keep an eye on. But if he can get that out of his game, he can go right to the very top and become like the future Dutch football, like, kind of take off and dike, thrown um, away and set the Dutch up for
2: maybe another golden generation. Because they have kind of fallen away from what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, no, definitely top player. As like he's been like. You know they like he's six foot, but you think he's bigger because he's been like Ivan Tony, he's only like five ten, you think he's bigger. Hey, he's yeah. a big, uh, yeah. really physical grip player on the ball. I would worry about is he's a bit over aggressive, maybe. He got a lot of fouls at the World Cup. I was kinda happy we got Martinez. Instead of I see oh, he's getting yeah. linked to Liverpool now. He'll definitely move in the summer. Yeah. Uh any club will take him, obviously twenty one. You just need a you know, he's really good on the ball as well. He's just a modern centre back. He just probably needs to be a bit less aggressive, but obviously a huge talent. Perfect. Yeah. Dorman? Yeah, so I'm gonna go with um he's another Borussia Dortmund striker, uh, really exciting player, he's only 18, even though there's a bit of rumours that he, he might be a bit older than seen <laughs> that, <laughs> that about but uh, yeah, 7 <laughs> goals, 3 assists this season, um, he can just do everything as well, um, i kind of seen him, they were playing Union Berlin in a game and i seen the end of it and the goal he scored was just brilliant, you know, he just... He was just he anticipated, he's really good at pressing, he anticipated the mistake. He was in there at the speed, took it around the keeper, composure, balance, goal. That is what he has. He's only 18. A lot more to come. This season again, like we said about um the other Dortmund player, but he has been a key, key player. Um his fleur, technique, everything. It's he's signed a new deal to 2026, so I don't think he'll leave. Yeah. But Newcastle are looking at him, Chelsea are looking at him. You know he's played for Germany as well.
1: He went to the World mm-hmm. Cup. I think yeah. we
2: spoke about him him as well when he like, went to the well, World
1: Cup. They didn't give him many minutes, yeah, which yeah, was a shame. He,
2: he is the future. Like he's yeah. 18, yeah. and as we were saying, Germany's changing, so they're bringing these young players in and dribbling technique, PS everything. There's nothing more you can say about him. It's just like so much potential. We we'll just need to see it over the next yeah. five or six years. But he stay at Dortmund. It's a good way to be. Good, where, good place to be. Like you know? quality, yeah. Definitely.
1: Has has a lot of potential to give. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I know we keep talking about FIFA times during this podcast, mm-hmm. but he is one of those like FIFA gems that you're finally happy to see. oh 93 potential. Oh, yeah. Yeah. every yeah. year. Yeah.
3: stalwart for it. Like <laughs> he's a type of player. Starts doing where you're like, well, actually, I signed him on my FIFA
2: your yeah. team career. Yeah. yeah, sixteen or something. No, you're like, you're yeah. looking his at his him stats at like under. He was crazy. crazy yeah. 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 you know some of the stats like so many. I he was like nine <laughs> foot when he was eighteen. No, look,
1: he is that. There is no. There is zero doubt about it in my mind. He will be a superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. superstar. No, I,
0: I fully agree. The only, the, I'm just annoyed that he signed that new deal. He yeah. was, he was yeah. meant to be leaving on a free transfer for Romano. big me up. He was saying uh, Barcelona were in for him. Manchester United were in from. Um, but look, he signed a new the new deal. Maybe it's the though, as we were saying. Hundred percent. Best Hundred percent. Yeah. Look, look at Jameson. And he's going to get chances now. Yeah, yeah. There exactly. is so much time. Yeah. yeah, and look at their young talent that they produce yeah. and get hundreds of millions for yeah. 80 or 90 million, whatever, and he's going to be an all one player. players. Yeah.
3: Fine. I just, don't, I just know, how to, know how to make them, know how to choose them. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Number two. So, so my next player is we're going back to the RdVC because I'm going with Chavi Simons from PSV. And this season in the league, he scored 16 goals and his nine assists in 32 appearances. Like, those are outrageous numbers. Yeah, And, like, the RdVC <laughs> is essentially, I know we talk about the top five leagues, the RdVC is so clearly the next one in that list. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. He's played in Europe. He was at the World Cup with the Netherlands. Probably didn't have the performances in the World Cup he would have liked, but still, um, still is a fantastic player. He's a big part of why uh, PSV won the Dutch Cup there. One of them penalties, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, one of them penalties. And he's actually been linked to Arsenal over the last couple of mm-hmm. couple of days. Yep. There's talk of a £44 million uh, deal for him. And if that was the case, that is an absolute steal in today's market. When you think of the price Chelsea paid for somebody like Moodswick, who hadn't been, who was playing in, a, in the, no offence to you, the Ukrainian league, and the Ukrainian league is not the best quality. Mm-hmm. Whereas this man playing in the Eredivisie, like these teams compete at a high level in Europe every year. Yeah. So I think he's one of the best youngsters at the minute. Um, I think he's one of the favourites to win the Eredivisie Young Player of the Year. Yeah. And I think he's, this year he's already, he's been Player of the Month twice in the Eredivisie this season mm-hmm. already. And he's still only 20 years of age. He came from PSG. So there's clearly so much talent there.
1: 100% lad, 100%. I'm so, I, I love when we do our top 15 list, because we actually get to talk about players like guess, that we don't get to speak about on a regular basis. Um, I think everybody knows Chavi Simons, you know, or Chavi Simons, he's was very famous for being the the kid at La Masia that had the big afro hair style everybody knew him everybody would seen the clips of when he was 15 just roasting boys for fun so it's again one of those players like Makoko I'm so glad that we're getting to see a player really look like he's going to fulfil that potential that superstar potential that he has I know PSG do have a buyback option on him until 2024 mm -hmm. 10 million yeah Yeah. which which worries me for other clubs that are looking to buy him because I feel like if Arsenal come in with 44 million PSG will go no, no we'll, PSV you're
2: definitely going to buy him back. It, yeah. could, it could be a Not even just to play him, it's just going to yeah. be able to sell him on. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah it's like, right, you're going to give AX or uh, uh, PSV 44 million. No, you're not, you're going to give us 60 million. Yeah, yeah. you're going to yeah. buy him back for 10 million. Yeah,
1: and yeah. That's, that's just what it's going to be. So, look, he is a phenomenal player, exceptional with the ball at his feet, is adding end product to that game. I really thought he was going to get his chance at PSG. It didn't happen. But you know what? He's gone the right way about it. Went to the Eredivisie. He's working under um, Ruud van Nistelrooy, who is a fantastic manager, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, and, and he's really honing his craft. One of the most exciting young players out there in, in Europe. And like you said, Owen, the Dutch look like they might be building a bit of a golden generation here mm-hmm. again. Why not have him be the face of it?
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Learning under Ruud van Nistelrooy, um, it's only going to be a good thing. In my opinion, the best striker to ever do it. Um, but yeah PSG's a shambles at the minute I think if he as a player and you know, ambition ways yes PSG's a huge club but it's an absolute shambles if he was to go there with any ambition uh, go back there with any ambition yeah. I think he's going the wrong way about it because as you say he has done the right thing he went to the Eredivisie he could have went to a top 5 league club but he didn't he wanted to go and nurture his talent and, and develop himself yeah. and get himself some playing experience because he hasn't played in the last 2 or 3 years so he done the right thing I just hope he has the right people around him to tell him where to go from here now. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, there's no doubt in my mind that he has the ability to go and play for PSG. But just for a young kid like that, who is going to have pressure on his shoulders from both an international scale and club scale, yeah. he needs to go to the right place and have the right environment. I see so anyway.
2: he actually has a new agent, so he's definitely yeah. going to go in the summer. But as you said, so creative. The thing that worries me is the PSG thing. 10000000 million, they're definitely going to pay that. Yeah. Um. But he's just so good and he just keeps improving, so... He's a new agent as well, so maybe something will be sorted. Um, a deal with PhD or something, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's one for the future again. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about him pre-World Cup as well. He maybe yeah. didn't get as many chances as he probably wanted, yeah. but there's plenty of time mm-hmm. left.
1: No, definitely. 100%.
0: On to your last
2: player, Richie?
1: On to my last player then, guys. So uh, the player that I have decided to go with last is from the Portuguese League. A lot of players coming out of the Portuguese League now, looking at the likes of, you know, uh, Darwin Nunes, um, you know, coming for big, big transfer fees. It looks like there's going to be a few players in the Portuguese League on on the move this season, but I've gone Manuel Agarte, the uh, centre-defensive midfielder from Sporting. He's a Uruguayan, 22 years of age. He has a release clause of €52 million in his contract, which, in my opinion, is an absolute steal for any club. Club. looks like Liverpool's the main one that's going to come in for him and a 52 million this, this is going to be a real steal he's made 46 appearances in all competitions this season again availability very important he has one assist um, and I know that maybe sounds a bit low but this guy attacking is not his it's not his game at all he is a destroyer eight international caps he completes 60.84 passes per 90 Uh, or sorry, attempts, 60.84 passes per 90, with a 91.6 pass completion rate. He has 4.54 tackles per 90, which places him in the top 1% of tacklers in the Portuguese league. This is centre-backs and defenders included. Um, He's the second highest completed tackles between the UEFA Champions League and the UEFA Europa Europa League. Bear in mind, he only played two, two rounds of the Europa League. 2.23 2.23 interceptions per 90 places him in the top, top 2% top two in the league. 1.51 blocks per 90 places him in the top 16% in the Portuguese league. He has a 1.39 successful take-on, which again highlights just that ability to be press with his clever footwork. Um, and he averages 15 kilometers covered per 90 and can cover a range of positions. The main reason why Pedro Pora was such a success at Sporting, and again, this is why I think he would suit Liverpool. Trent Alexander-Arnold, bombs forward. When he was at his best, Henderson always slotted in to cover. When Pedro Poro bombed forward for Sporting Lisbon, Ugarte was there, slotted in, was the, the destroyer, picked up the pieces. This guy is tailor-made for the Premier League, I'm telling you. He is going to be a, a very exciting midfielder to watch. The perfect replacement for Fabinho or Henderson in that Liverpool team. And I re- I'm really, really excited to see how how high this guy can go. I was mm.
2: gonna like researching him and... It's just crazy stats, As you just said Like eight ball recoveries All that You know the Dribbling is very good as well yep. He is very good going forward He can take You know He can take the press He can just get the counter going um, Uruguay and Casemiro A lot of people are saying yep. like, like under pressure He's brilliant He's good at dribbling He's got energy As you say Like 15 kilometres That's what to say He's got a great engine on him uh, I think Liverpool as well Fabinho's past it Let's be honest yep. He'll slot in there perfectly What is it 50 million
1: 52 million
2: And they They kind of replaced him Obviously with uh, get Fulham uh, Born. Yeah. Yeah, Pauline, yeah, and like that's a steal. Yeah. Let's be honest, and he's only what twenty two. I had uh, twenty two. Like that against Arsenal, I was I seen a bit of the first, mm-hmm. the second leg, especially he was very impressive. Yep. I thought he was very good. He stood out, and you know even Arsenal could look at him because Party has not been performing this yeah, season. Well, uh, and and, this and this guy, he's getting older. this he's guy like Casemiro, okay, yeah. the thing that a lot of people like he can win the ball back, but a lot of people don't take into account is you know when you win it back. You need a distributed like yep. and we've seen my party over the last few weeks, his distribution has been terrible. Mm-hmm. He's led the goals, led the mistakes, lost the title. So this guy comes in, he he could be a top player for any club. Mm-hmm. I, even United, I as a, well,
1: as a long term replacement for Casemiro. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: definitely. No, he's, he's he's meant to be a brilliant footballer. I'm not gonna sit here and lie instead of watch the Portuguese league all the time or whatever. But yeah, I watched them games against Arsenal and he was fantastic. Um he really has just slotted in in place of Jay Polina, which, as we've seen, not just this season, but even in seasons prior, that's a hard thing to do. Jay Pelinha is one of the top, top CDMs in world football, in my opinion. That might be controversial, but in my opinion, he is. Um, yeah, Ugarte has been brilliant. He's been brilliant. And if you're to believe all the talk coming out of Portugal, he's definitely one of their top, top talents in recent years. And we've yep. seen... You always hear of top talents from Portugal and they're always coming for massive transfer fees but they're always attacking options. Yeah. You never usually hear of their defensive men or the up-and-coming centre-backs or whatever. I know we had that young fella, Ignacio, but he went to another club in, in the Portuguese league as well. This is a player who is being talked about and linked to the top clubs all around the world and he's a centre-defensive mid. Look, we know that it's goals. That's what's talked about the entire time. So, for his defensive capabilities and abilities to be outshadowing more younger talents in in Portugal, like Marcus Edwards, who's getting all the goals and stuff for Sporting Lisbon, shows he's a top, top talent and a top, top player. And as you say, Richie, he's going to be brilliant for whoever he goes to. Yeah,
3: look, the way football's played today with pressing teams and wanting to keep possession, one of the most underrated but most important things in a team now is having the player who has the ability to sidestep the press and break the lines. That is what sets up your entire game plan You're, like, you can't attack if you don't have that one man who can take the ball off the centre-backs turn beat the midfield and open the entire pitch up and this is what he offers it hasn't been a great season for Sporting it's been quite disappointing they're currently sitting fourth in the league they're four points behind Braga in the thirds, so they're looking like they're probably not going to get Champions League football mm-hmm. and they're going to miss out on the chance to qualify it but he has been one of the bright sparks on a team that last year won the, won the title yeah. I know they lost a lot of the main boys who contributed to that but he was also one of the boys who contributed to that mm-hmm. so um he could be a fantastic player for a club like Liverpool. We've talked about it. You mentioned how he protects that flank when the players do bomb forward. Like he did it when Poro was at Sporting. And he could be fantastic to help him, not just come into Liverpool and help him himself be a great talent, but helping Alexander-Arnold get back to that level he was at by covering that defensive field yeah. as Because, as you mentioned, Fipino and Henderson just don't have the ability to do that anymore.
1: 100%. And look, that is the one stat that blew my mind. He has played two rounds in the Europa League. He is the most ball recoveries and most successful tackles in the Europa League after two games. Mm-hmm. Look, this guy's going to be a star. That's all I have to say about him.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to my final player. Um, this is a player who two years ago, again, I'm, I'm mentioning, my good friend, Fabrizio Romano. Um, <laughs> he got my hopes up two years ago for this player. Um, I thought he was coming to Manchester United. He didn't. He went to Real Madrid and it's Eduardo Camavinga. Um, he's 20 years of age. Um, this season he has been absolutely phenomenal Don't get me wrong He isn't starting every game for Real Madrid As you would expect He came in as a midfielder Didn't start every game last year Because how are you going to start over at the time Casemiro, Cruz, and uh, Luca Modric But he's still made an impact um, As I said, 20 years of age This season he's played the majority of his games at left back And he's yeah. been absolutely phenomenal And I think All you have to do is really look at that first leg game against Manchester City where he kept Riyad Mahrez, one of the trickiest wingers in world football, in his back pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't really give him anything. Um, Ancelotti absolutely loves him. He's a full France international. Um, As I say, he can play brilliantly in midfield as well. He is in the top 4% of all fullbacks in the top 5 leagues. Bearing in mind, he's not actually a left back for tackles. And that shows his, his defensive capabilities. Um, he's in the top 2% for passes completed and top 8% for progressive passes and successful take-ons uh, against all the fullback, the top uh, full-backs in all five leagues. Sorry, um, So he's, he's brilliant going forward as well. He offers a lot to every team he goes into whether that's in midfield or defence. He is just one of them workhorse players that we really don't see too much of uh, in, in the modern game. He's versatile, 20 years of age. He's only going to be better whether he sticks at left back which he could do you never know or whether he plays in midfield and I think we all know Eduardo Camavinga is going to be a star for Real yeah. Madrid he's yeah. going to be part of that team that we were talking about with Rodrigo he's going to
1: be part of that team for the next 10 years that's yeah. going to dominate Europe and going to dominate
0: domestically as well Yeah,
1: quickly becoming a superstar in yeah. world football to be honest I think I'm seeing him now in almost every Adidas ad he's almost becoming the face of the Adidas brand for football and um, Hey, th- this this kid is special I was like you weren't know, two years ago I thought oh my god if we could come think
0: yeah. <laughs> this is going to be unbelievable sets up your midfield for oh. years I guess the fellow who broke into the uh, Stad Rand team at 17 years yes. of age yeah even hey, look, in, in the World Cup he was brilliant
2: as brilliant well. he's yeah. been about
1: for so long I
0: know
2: so he's going to say he's 20 and he's 20
0: he's, years he's of age. 25 he's two years younger than us the
1: talent three is three years younger than us the talent yeah, supreme than me. it is supreme and look like I said, I was gutted when he didn't go to United, but when you see him in the way to the Real Madrid shirt, you're like, ah, it does suit you, to be fair. He deserved <laughs> it, it. Yeah, it yeah. does. He and deserved it. Look, he is going to be an incredible talent. I have no doubt about it. When we, well, By the time his career is all said and done, I will have no doubt that we will look at Camavinga very, very fondly and is probably one of the better midfielders yeah. that, that played in our generation.
0: And in 10 years' time, whenever he hits 30 and we sign him for 70 million, I'm there for yeah, it. Let's yeah, let's go. I'm there I, for it. Like Left-back, he was just brilliant last week. You know, Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh,
2: man of the match, mm-hmm. you know him and Vinicius were their two best players. Again, he's just always available on the ball as well. Again, he will be a midfielder. Obviously, they're, he's playing in the midfield that's one of the, it's probably the best in Europe. Mm-hmm. So he just has all the potential. And at the World Cup, he was one of their star performers. And that yeah. was a team that was missing Kante and Pogba. And he stepped in that role, and we talked him up every podcast. Yeah. And they get to the work on final. People forget that like mm-hmm. they were yeah. they were unlucky. They nearly won it. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, again. He's just going to be in that Real Madrid team for the next 10, 10 15 mm-hmm. years. And as you said, he, he'll come to he's million, million. And probably be like 150 million at yeah. that <laughs> stage, you know. So, yeah. And we're there for it, but, but like,
3: yeah, we'll take it. had scored that chance at the end. We're talking about a player who at the age of 20 has completed football. He's yeah. won the World Cup in the Champions League at the age of 20. Yeah. Like, he, he's just such a great uh, presence in the ball. He's defensively sound, as i always said, the tackling. you take the ball off you, and when he does take the ball off you, he looks up and he can play a killer cross-field pass or what pass in behind the lanes that just cuts the team open. He's just got that that bags of ability and we've talked about Madrid's um, future and it's in such safe hands. I do mind when Fabrizio put the on-tweet out about him coming to United and I was in a hotel room with two United fans and one of them who will bring him nameless would not shut up about Camavinga coming to United <laughs> it wasn't me by the way yeah, it wasn't I bored, just want to make that very, very, very clear <laughs> he just wouldn't give over so I was actually quite happy when he signed for Madrid just to give my head a bit of peace but that nah, it's been the best move for him and he's just fantastic Like
2: definitely so my last one is Pedri uh, again unbelievable player for Barcelona dribbling he's just such an intelligent player creative player is 26 games this season in La Liga, six goals and an assist. He has missed a bit of time through injury. He obviously he didn't play against Man United, and they thought he was a huge miss for them. He yeah, played at the time. start, and then he got injured. Yeah. Um. And you've seen that in the games he missed, uh, four or five games in La Liga. The the lost, they only won one of the games. Their goals dropped from 2.15 to 1.25, and the goals conceded went up as well. Yeah. So he can play on the wing. He can play at number 10. He got team. He got in their team of the season La Liga last year. I'd expect him to get in it this year. He's a really good player. He's played 18 times for Spain. Again, at the Euros, he was superb. He got a young player of the tournament. At the tournament, yeah. yeah and that's then right. he got uh, Golden Boy at, in 2021. Yeah. So, again, just a really, really exciting player. And there's just, you know, I the world's his oyster as they say 100% he's just, he's just going to keep getting better and we talked about him again at the World Cup like a lot of these players as you said I'm really glad we get to do these lists because we have talked about all these players but yeah. you don't get to talk about them week to week because we're talking about the Premier League, Premier League yeah. so it's great to see a player like Pedro, who probably will play for Barcelona for the next 10-15 years yeah. Yeah. to be able to talk about him yeah. you know so yeah,
1: I mean I can remember seeing the tweet at the time like uh Chavi and Iniesta retire and then Barcelona produce um, yeah. Pedri and Galvi like grow up Barcelona ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are literally Pedri and Galvi they are literally Chavi and Iniesta regens like, yeah. and it isn't fair <laughs> that, no, I, that yeah. they get to do that <laughs> <laughs> they're going to terrorise Europe again yeah. <laughs> um, and if they get Messi back oh fuck's sake <laughs> no. <laughs> but no look Pedri is a special player I actually I, I, I agree with you Con he has actually developed into more of a 10 this year yeah. um, and I think the unlucky thing for him is he's always the guy before the guy that makes the assist mm. he's always the guy that passes to the guy who, who will make the assist the, yeah. yeah, but he is so good on the ball, his retention of the ball is amazing, his dribbling ability is amazing again, not necessarily the best striker of a ball not necessarily the best tackler but just when it comes to keeping it simple which is what Barcelona do, mm-hmm. at their essence yeah. they are a keep it simple football club and and he is he is honestly the, the the perfect outline of a player like that. Yeah, he's fantastic. His
0: dribbling, everything is fantastic. May only not worry per se because I know he's an absolutely phenomenal footballer. I think next season is going to be a huge huge season for Pedri and Gabby when they don't have that comfortability of Sergio Busquets behind them. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sergio Busquets is one of the best holding midfielders ever. Yeah, yeah. And you're comfortable if you're a midfielder, you have you're comfortable when you have that man behind you. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to be a big test for Pedri, for Gavi. If Frankie de Jong's still there, it's going to be a huge test for him. Whoever steps into that holding midfield role yeah. is going to have to do an absolutely phenomenal job. But Pedri is absolutely ridiculous. He's so comfortable on the ball. And as you say, if you do the easy things right, you win football. Yeah. yeah. You win football. As Paul Scholes, I think it was Paul Scholes said this about um, Sergio Biscuits, and I think it applies to, to um Pedri as well. If you watch the game, you won't see Sergio Busquets. but if you watch Sergio Busquets, you'll see the whole game. Yeah. yeah. If you watch the game, you'll not see Pedri, but if you watch Pedri, you'll see the whole game. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The talk about these players that you don't notice them until you're gone. Until they're gone as Dorman too, he missed what five games and Barcelona lost four of them or something like yeah. that. So this is the perfect example of you don't notice them until they're gone. He's just an absolute road rice of a footballer. He mm. just he just makes the game look so easy. It's cause he's doing the easy things right. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do stupid things, and that, like he's so composed in the ball, you don't worry about him, and that just shows how good he is. Like, what is he's twenty one? He's the head on him, like he's played been playing the game for twenty years now. Yeah. Like, like he's just so comfortable at everything he does. <laughs>
0: now we're lucky, we're lucky. We've we still, are. we've got sixteen, seventeen years of watching that fella uh, dominate Definitely. Europe. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky,
3: right, sir. I'll play on the, my final player then um, I'm going back to Portugal I swear to God I'm not copying Richie's homework <laughs> um, I'm going to go for Gonçalo Ramos um, look he, we all know he niced himself at the World Cup with a hat-trick after replacing arguably the best player of all time um, but yeah, ever since that he's still absolutely balling for Benfica he's got 18 goals and 7 assists this year in the league he's made 28 appearances so that's almost a goal involvement every game, every game yeah. Um, he's top he's top scorer in the league at the minute yep. Um even in Champions league this season, he has three goals and three assists. Um, he's, as I said, he's top goal scorer in the league. He's been linked to United, as Hughes boys would know, mm-hmm. um, and he's probably the bookies' favourites to be uh, the League of Noss player of the year this year, mm-hmm. and he's just such a fantastic number nine. Like He kind of mixes the old style number nine with the modern number nine. Yeah. Like, he's a big fella. Mm-hmm. He's a physical presence, but he's also quick. He can get in behind. You see him with, it the second goal against Switzerland in the World Cup, the one yep. where he just lifted it over summer. That he does have that ability to beat that to subtly finish instead of just banging the ball in the net. But that's what he does. He just scores goals for fun. Yeah, no,
1: definitely, lad. I agree. He is the type of striker. I, I like that analysis, you know, kind of like the old type, but can also bring the modern trend. Like, he's fit to run into the channels, but he's also fit to go and stand in the box and make a, a real nuisance of himself. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing a celebration from him this season where he pointed at himself and he was like, "I'm him," <laughs> and he yeah, is him, and he is him. To be honest, he, he is one of Europe's most exciting prospects. Um, look, there's going to be a big transfer fee on him if he does leave Benfica this summer. I, I expect it to be no less than 70, 75 million. We, we know
2: what Benfica it's, is like. Yeah, his clause is one hundred twenty million euros. Is that?
1: Yeah. So they're not going to get rid of him. You know, it, it's it's going to be it'll be a difficult one for a club to do, especially in a market that is lacking money, um, but. Look, he has the potential to go right to the top. He, you know, if Cristiano Ronaldo comes off in a game; you come on and bang a hat trick. Like, right? You've set yourself up, kid. You know, yeah. you, 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 now you need to go to you one score of the biggest clubs. goals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in your career. He is the error now for Portugal. Yeah. he is
3: the man who's going to have to take over. Like you saw, talk about big, big shoes to fill. These. Are- Massive he shoes. To to fill it. Yeah,
1: he does. He does. Say certain <laughs> Yeah,
3: he's shown glimpses. He has the ability to fill those shoes. Yeah.
1: No, look, it. it the, his next move is going to be very important, mm-hmm. and where he ends up is going to be very important. But look, when you look at the talent that he possesses, there is no reason why this guy shouldn't succeed in at one of Europe's best clubs.
0: He will. He will. Yeah. It's simple as that. Um, you see all these strikers coming out of Portugal, like even Jerry Felix. Um, I know Jay Felix got a bad rap out of Atletico Madrid and he went to Chelsea. And it hasn't worked for Chelsea, but I think Jay Felix has showed himself in an incredible late since he went to Chelsea. I think he's really, really showed his abilities. Um, so, yeah, Goncalo Ramos, I think he'd be fantastic. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. I think if Spurs get rid of Harry Kane, I think he slots straight in at Spurs and does an absolutely phenomenal job. But can I see them spending that money? No. no not chance, um, chance. Don't leave me. But. Wherever he'll have no shortage of suitors. Um he will go to an elite club in Europe and he will succeed. He is mm. an absolutely quality player. He's done it for the last two or three years in Portugal. Um he's gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm.
2: But in the Champions League as well, they've had a great run, they got to the quarter finals and he was one of their best players, scored yeah. Their most goals. Um again he can hold up the ball, he can his good work rate as well, and one of his goals I've seen actually in the Champions League it was, it was pure pressing. He just presses the yep. ball, gets in there, scores his finishing's brilliant. Any club will be lucky to get him. The only problem is his his release clause is massive. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously young. Link-up play as well, but, yeah, again, any club spurs could be a shout, but they'll probably not pay the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, United seem to be the team a lot of people are linking him to, mm-hmm. but by the talks of it, we don't even have that in yeah. our transfer budget. So I don't know about that, but, uh, again, it could be another one where he stays and then he goes next season or something like that, but he is, he is going to be a world-class player if he keeps going the way he's going. Yeah yeah
1: definitely well that's going to do it for this episode folks thank you very much for listening to the top 12 young players around Europe if you haven't already please check out our latest Premier League episode our Premier League episodes where we just break down what, what's happened at the weekend and giving you some of the best insight that you'll hear mm-hmm. uh, I would also just like to plug the fact that Warren Owen, you guys both called that Timothy Weah will be playing for the US Men's National mm-hmm. Team in last week's top 12 list and you have got it completely right. So if you want the best and the most knowledgeable football content and premonitions if you will... (laughs) You know where to come to get your football information. Look
0: no further than the Bottom Bins podcast. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we, we, we got Bolligan on the phone. To get
1: this information beforehand. Like, you know. They, they, we just know where shit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. Uh, please, like I said, yes, go check out that episode from from Wednesday. Please follow us at Bottom Bins Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Uh, find us on the Parlay Sports app. That's P R L Y Sports on the Apple App Store. And jump in and have a football and conversation with us. And as always. Keep a bottom bend. Keep a
0: bottom Keep bend. <laughs>